Hi everybody, Wendy Dickinson at Grow Counseling. I'm a licensed psychologist and hosting our newly released podcast during times of uncertainty here. We're trying to pull together some basic resources that are helpful to our community. And um, the podcast, this podcast is one of them. So I have Bethany Cabreja here with us, and I'm super excited about having her on. She's going to talk some with me about mindfulness, which I think is really important during this time. Uh, Bethany, you want to give everybody just a quick overview of the kinds of clients that you see, what your specialization is? Yeah, of course. Uh, thanks for having me on again. And uh, I really just specialize in working with adolescents and adults um, on stress management, self-esteem, um, some relationships and life and career transitions, usually focusing on increasing their self-awareness and adding tools to help them better able to handle these kind of stressful times that we're even in right now. <laughs> Perfect. So all relevant things for what we're dealing with right now, <laughs> like that whole list of things. That's fantastic. Um, great. Well, we were going to talk just today a little bit about mindfulness and how important that is in dealing with stress. I think, you know, we live in a culture that is largely on autopilot. And one of the things that I've noticed is that our autopilots have been automatically shut off in the last couple of weeks. The things that we would normally do, the routines that we have, the kind of step-by-step, -step, uh, you know, kind of autopilot that we're usually on is if we've been thrown out of that that uh, loop. So part of, I think, this conversation today around mindfulness is really important in helping us find some sense of groundedness and centeredness during a time that feels out of predictable and, I mean, un uncontrolled and unpredictable. So what, why don't we talk for a minute, just start out and talk about some of the stress that we're all experiencing. What are you noticing in terms of what you're talking to clients about or what you're experiencing or what you're recommending to people just about the stress that we're facing? Yeah, so I'm definitely noticing that people really are coming in feeling a lack of control because of all of this uncertainty of not only knowing what is going to be in the routine day to day now, but also what the future is going to look like for everybody. And it also seems that because our culture right now is very media bombarded with all looking at the news and whatnot and having to multitask and being in a very stimulating um, kind of environment at this moment, it is making it really hard for people to focus and kind of ground themselves on bringing awareness and peacefulness into their day to day routine. That's great. Yeah, I think we all need some some ways to be able to grab hold of the, the, that peacefulness you were talking about. <laughs> it's easy to get overwhelmed with all of the media coverage and all the negativity. So I think anything we can do to increase our sense of being able to cope with stress is really helpful. Why don't you talk for a minute about just when we say mindful, what are we talking about? What does that mean? So it kind of means for me, at least just being able to stay in the present moment as it is. So focusing on what we're actually taking in, what we're giving attention to, what we're focusing on rather than um, switching directly to ruminating on things and being distracted by everything that's going on. So when we're mindful, it's kind of being present moment to moment with non-judgmental awareness of what's actually going on. That's great. So, so it's really kind of about directing your thoughts in a certain direction or noticing really where your thoughts are going and being able to be aware of that. Yeah, pretty much. Cause when you are able to be mindful, it's kind of giving you moments of peace and stillness, even if you are in the midst of activity, like your kids running around the house or dogs <laughs> barking and what, 
what else might be going on I'm while sure you're kind of stuck nobody at home. is experiencing <laughs> that right now at all. <laughs> yeah, so it definitely is just about what you're paying attention to. That's what your experience is going to be, especially if you are focusing on all of these very negative things. It does make everything look really scary instead of kind of taking a moment to know all the positive things, like the quality time you now get to spend with your family that usually people don't get to have, and even being able to kind of just sit still <laughs> for a second, because I don't think we do that enough at all. Absolutely. I was talking to somebody the other day about how fast-paced our lives for most of us usually are, and this opportunity that we have to kind of be still and take a moment and rest well and to take a break from things is a, is a huge opportunity. I, I am really hopeful that we don't miss the opportunity to do that in the midst of all the stress and everything else that's going on. Cause I think it's, it's an unusual time in history. I, I can't think of another time when we've really been able to just push pause and come up for air like we're doing right now. Yeah, I completely agree. And instead of just thinking about all the negative things like, oh, no, I have to work from home. Oh, no, I don't know what this is actually going to be looking like. It's kind of about shifting your focus onto what is given to us as an opportunity of this time and stillness that, like you said, has never been heard of. <laughs> so this is just new and kind of creating a, almost a habit, starting to create a habit of focusing on the area of your mind that is calm and stable so that you can kind of create an inner balance instead of easily being tossed around by all of these stressful things. So I love the idea that something that we do right now as a way of self-care, taking care of ourselves in this moment may have a positive impact on our future and establishing good habits. Um, talk to me for a minute about what are the benefits of mindfulness that we, we would see either now or in the future as we continue to practice mindfulness? Yeah, so I think that with kind of incorporating mindfulness into your daily life, it's about regulating where your attention is going. So being aware of your thoughts, but intentionally declining to getting caught up in the actual content of the thoughts. So kind of learning how to let things just be instead of needing to change every single little aspect. Mm -hmm. It's about appreciating what's actually happening in the here and now. So that's great. When we do that, when we're able to make those observations without trying to change something, how does that impact our, our physical or our emotional response to our thoughts? So it moves us from a more um, reactive and judgmental state to a more receptive and accepting state. So um, kind of in that reactive state is where you'll get those fight or flight responses that will shoot all those really uh, negative hormones through you, like cortisol and adrenaline. And that's not very sustainable long term. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you start practicing mindfulness, it puts you into more of a responsive mode. So the parasympathetic nervous system, which helps you be more plugged into the here and now and gives you a sense of peace and contentment in the mind, because that is your most stable kind of mindset, which makes you more resilient in the long term. That's great. It's interesting because I, I talk to my clients about this too, but I don't think that people really understand the difference or the impact that changing our thoughts has on our physical body response. I mean, I think it's so profound that if we shift how we're thinking about something or what we're focusing on, that actually our biochemistry is impacted 
by changing those thoughts. I mean, there's so much power in that, especially when you think about how stress impacts our immune system. So, you know, if we follow this chain of thought, we change our thoughts, we change what we're focused on, which impacts our biochemistry, which decreases our stress, which increases our ability to fight off infection and increases our immune response. Like I just, I love that it brings us a sense of control and power in the midst of a lot of stuff that feels really out of control. Yeah. And I think setting yourself up, especially in this time to um, really increase your immune system is the best thing that we can possibly do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's, let's get real specific and talk about, um, I know you have a list of mindfulness exercises. So um, for those who kind of pretend like we're just starting from scratch and maybe people haven't done some Googling and aren't on any apps right now, um, why don't you just give us an overview of each one of those exercises and kind of a short summary of what they are, how they're effective, and then we can talk more about um, the implementing of those after we get an overview. Yeah, of course. So all of these exercises are pretty much just practicing awareness in a really uh, realistic way of doing it. So we have uh, meditation, which I'm sure everybody's heard of, where it kind of is just not just sitting in silence, but sitting in stillness. So Mm -hmm. uh, the best kind, obviously, is one that you'll actually get to do consistently. Um, There's also breathing exercises like belly breathing, where it kind of allows you to focus on that one thing for however long you'd like to focus on it. Um, So then there's body scans where it's just noting the physical sensations throughout the body, because as we talked about before, the the mind-body connection is so important. Um, Then there's also mindful stretching that I usually suggest to clients that they really like. So it's kind of along the lines of yoga and just breathing into your body. Um, Another great technique is uh, kind of using all your five senses by grounding yourself and being in the present moment of what is actually happening here and now. Um, Another big one that I think everybody uh, has really been kind of diving into is gratitude. So whether that's a journal or recruiting your family members or friends to kind of just pick up moments of gratitude to bring grace into your life or Another great uh, mindfulness exercise is to try to reduce as many distractions as possible. So, you know, putting your phone on do not disturb or um, putting your phone just away while you are present and it gives you the time to really just be here now and give your full attention without trying to fill your life up with all of these other kind of distractions and stimulations. Fantastic. So let me, I'm going to run back through the list again. We have meditation, breathing exercises, body scans, mindful stretching, sensing experiences, engaging your five senses, uh, gratitude, journaling or noticing, and then reducing distractions. Um, I, I love all those. I've especially been focused with my clients on gratitude journals because I think that the more we're conscious of what we're seeking out, the more that's what we're going to find. So if we're, we're looking for moments uh, of positivity and brightness those are the things that we're going to start to notice. I looked out, we live in an apartment building right now, and I looked out over the balcony uh, yesterday and saw a little girl in a parking lot learning how to ride a bike. And the parking lot is normally filled with all kinds of cars and traffic and everything. And I thought, what a great little moment for somebody, a great example of somebody kind of seizing the moment to do something really out of the norm, but so positive and exciting with an empty parking lot, you know? So I I think it's about shifting 
our perspective and what we're what we're really paying attention to and taking in and talking about and focused on. Um, these are all great. Bethany, what would you say about somebody who maybe has never really engaged in mindfulness and how to kind of get your feet wet um, and, and get into it? What are, how do they find out more information about these things and how long would you um, suggest that they practice some of these techniques? So a lot of my clients really like to use the apps of Calm and Headspace. I know that there's a bunch of other uh, meditation uh, apps that they can download onto the phone. And I think that people tend to have this idea that you have to do it for like 30 minutes or something like right. that. But realistically, uh, we don't really have that amount of time to just be sitting in stillness for 30 minutes a lot of the time. So I always say do do it in about five minute shifts, if anything. So like five minutes before you go to sleep or five minutes in the morning when you wake up, just giving yourself that time to be present, doing one thing, focusing on just what's happening here right now. That's great. One of the things I've suggested to several of my clients is set an alarm on, on your phone for, for a couple different times a day. So maybe it's, um, you know, four different times a day, your alarm goes off and you just notice, you check in with yourself. It doesn't have to be any, any more than 90 seconds, but check in with yourself and see, you know, are you experiencing anxiety in your body? Where do you feel peace and calm? What could you change about your environment that would make things feel more um, grounded? You know, light a candle or change the air temperature or turn on some more lights or turn off some lights. So some of those things that are just real basic, but we tend to not check in with ourselves unless we're prompted to do so. Yeah, I think it's just, that's a great example of just creating more awareness in your life of what is actually going on in my head, what is going on in my body, what is actually going on in my environment, and how can I shift these things to make them more positive or more uh, bright, <laughs> as you phrased it. Yeah. Bethany, thank you so much. All this has been super helpful. Um, I'm going to direct everybody to our website at www.growcounseling.com slash resources. There's also a link from our main page. We have a great ebook that we've developed to, um, it's free for downloading, um, but that focuses on self-care and some of these mindfulness things that we're talking about. It's a great resource to pick up and use during this time, if you're finding, trying to find a way to get yourself into a, um, a good groove, we've got some other resources that will be there as well, including these podcasts. So thanks, Bethany, for taking your time to come to us from, I believe, your closet today. <laughs> you are accurate, yes. <laughs> we really appreciate it. I will let you get back to your own meditation exercises now. <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> Great.